like to do a little activity uh, beforehand. In total, one thing I learned, now let me say, I am not an expert about total. So uh, if you ask me some deep theological question on how the gospel is impacting, I will have to say, give me some time on that, okay? Uh, but uh, I am learning on the go and trying to not make uh, uh, too many mistakes and definitely not trying to get in God's way with uh, what uh, he is doing. But one thing is for sure, whenever you go to a new place, whether it is uh, to someone's house, to a place of work, the person there will come out of their house, come out of their workplace, and they will say, which means, did you get here okay? And so uh, what I want you to do is turn to somebody around you, and I want you to speak a little French to them. It's bien. Okay, and, 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 and you just, and, and to respond to that, you just say, we oui, merci. Okay, and uh, so that was just a, I'm not sure in Ivory Coast, is that as well uh, a tradition, uh, or bienvenue or something like that, but it was definitely bien arrivé was uh, the, the greeting that uh, uh, when we went into each person's house, uh, they, they, the ladies would come out and uh, they would say that. So just to kind of give you an idea, because Togo and my, my uh, map is a little off there, but of course, here we are. Here's Saint-Nazaire, France, where Christine and I work, and then here is Togo. And so just to kind of give you this triangular approach of, of situating where Togo is, and uh, uh, it is kind of, it is between Benin and Ghana. Uh, a lot of times, several, throughout history, it's almost been swallowed up by these two other countries, but they are, they want to keep their own identity as Togolese. And so uh, we, uh, they are a very proud people, and uh, they want you to know that they are Togolese. And so that's just kind of give you an idea where it is. Now, it's a small country, 8 million people. Uh, the capital is Lomé. French is their official language, but it's not spoken by everyone. Uh, when I preached in French, I had a translator that would translate to the local language, and uh, that is always a fun experience. Uh, uh, I know what I thought I was saying in French, uh, but I think he was preaching a different sermon because his was a lot more exciting than my sermon was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it was, I don't know, but everybody was really enjoying his sermon. Uh, but uh, anyway, and so just kind of gives you some idea about the size of uh, Togo as well as their economy. Okay, I'm just going to kind of give you some ideas here uh, before we get going. Now you'll see that it's 40, 43% Christian. Now please understand what I mean by that. This is from a secular source. Well, about 30% would be Catholic. Protestant would be about 9-10%, okay? Now, even in that, you're going to have the whole spectrum of groups. I mean, Mormons would be thrown in here, uh, different other groups. And so about 10% would be evangelical. But it is, um, I mean, it was amazing coming from France and going through the, the main road up from Lomé up to uh, Central, every little village. There was at least three, four, five churches. Some as small as 10 people, some up to 100 or 120. And, and I'm coming from France where at Christmas time we had a lady drive an hour and a half because there's nothing 
of an evangelical uh, belief um, a church, Bible-believing church between her house or where she was at on vacation and to us. And so, man, it was kind of, we were blown away by this. But then also you'll see that uh, Togo as well as Nigeria both are, are considered um, the uh, birthplace of, of uh, voodoo. And, and it is very common to see in the marketplaces. You can buy your little fetish and, and different things like that. And so... Um, Education is not a priority for most of Togo, and this is where we are coming in uh, here um, as Real Baptists. Uh, you'll, you'll see the stats, I'm not gonna read all those for you, but uh, um, I was speaking with the village chief in Apakami, and he was telling me, he said, we know without education for our kids, we will never advance as a country. And so we, are, are really trying to pool our resources and to advance um, in this area to give our country and to give our well to give our village to give our country to give uh, our people um, a future. And so uh, now, please understand, the average salary for a teacher is about eighty euros a month. Okay, hmm. about ninety dollars. Okay, um, and so. Uh, as soon as a teacher gets the job there, if something bigger comes by with a little bit more money, then you know, uh, she's, he or she is gone. And so, and so that is where um, we have a man in our church in Sinazare. Uh, his name is Fadami. And Fadami has started this association called Operacion Togo. Operacion Togo goes in and seeks... Um, most of the time orphans or oftentimes where a father has died and the mom cannot uh, provide for her family and because even though there is public school you still have to pay um, by the uniform um, as well as school books uh, for school and it's about 75 uh, euros which again about 80 80 dollars uh, for the year. If you can't buy that, if you can't buy your, your um, uniform, you can't come. And so a lot of uh, kids are denied an education simply because of where uh, they, um, of their living situation, their family situation. And so Operacion Togo works with French families to um, um, sponsor, yes, sorry, I was thinking the French word, the, the, the sponsor um, these kids for seventy-five, eighty dollars a year. Okay, you know, you'll hear a lot of uh, different programs that will say like thirty, uh, thirty dollars a month or so. But I mean, so these are not. This is not a group that is trying to really provide all the needs of the the Togolese children. They're just trying to give them the basics and say, hey, listen, here's the opportunity. What are you going to do? And so these kids, when they know that someone is providing them an education, I mean, they will work their butts off. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say butts, but uh, they will work their tails off uh, to, to, they want to make their sponsors proud, okay? And so these guys, uh, these kids will work and work hard uh, for them. And so, um, what we're doing in Togo is kind of two-pronged. I'm going to talk a little bit about the pastoral uh, uh, 
conference in a little bit, but it's also to work in partnership with Wilcrest and Togo and to get into these country or get into these schools and uh, uh, help them out as much as possible um, and and to just uh, be a blessing to them and to be a blessing to this country. Like I said earlier, that is often um, overlooked in the country. And so uh, in January, a friend of mine from San Nazaire, inside of me and myself, we went down kind of as a vision trip just to kind of see how we could uh, partner with them. And so uh, uh, we went to this school here in, uh, in the city of uh, Nodze. And Fatimi uh, uh, is driving the car and we pull up and I'm, so everywhere I'm going, I'm saying, Fatimi, tell me, what are the cultural things I need to be aware of? He said, and so we get to the school. Fatimi, what do I need to be aware of? He said, Matt here, we want Matt to be Matt. <laughs> I can do that, all right. Uh, we get out there, I'm running. I mean, we're, we're running uh, across the park or across the, this area here uh, doing races because they want to race against the big fat white man. And uh, they're wanting to uh, just do all this kind of stuff with me. And, and uh, Enrique is out there and he's playing soccer with some of the kids. And, and I mean, uh, we get back in the car because it's time to go uh, to another school. And we're going, we're trying to get out of the, the, the parking lot here. We've got 50 kids around the, the car. They're jumping up and down, and they go with us for about a, a mile. And he finally looks over at me and said, we got a little bit too much map here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, you got to give me some guidelines. Uh, and so, but these kids here had never seen a white man before. And I mean, so, so they just wanted to come up, and they're just... Uh, and I normally wear uh, um, what kind of sandals? Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. And so, uh, so I have usually have a nice uh, uh, tan on my uh, feet uh, across there. And so I took my. And there. <laughs> He's striped. We <laughs> assist. Uh, so they've got some really weird impressions of what American white men uh, are like. But uh, another thing that we do, uh, or they do with Operation Togo, is that they will get school books from France uh, that the teachers are basically just going to throw away. And we, they will ship them there to the schools and just allow them to have these books to have a second life. And so it's just a, uh, an amazing project, an amazing uh, opportunity for the church and centers there to get involved. And, uh, and so what was beautiful, we came back with about 26 kids that were needing to be sponsored. In our church, all 26 kids got taken. He brought them back for like people who are like the non-Christians in our community. They're like, no, you might have to come back with more because these are going to be our kids now. And so, uh, so uh, so proud of our kids. Uh, our kids are so proud of our uh, church for sponsoring with them. This is one of the other schools that uh, we have uh, partnered with. With uh, uh, it's, it's in the city of Apacame. Right here, you'll see this is the primary uh, the primary school uh, um, elementary school. No, 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 not preschool. Preschool. There we go. Preschool. Basically, six posts, ten roof, and that's it. Imagine teaching there all day long. Uh, it's on top of the hill, um, and uh, and so I mean, there's 
noise all over the place. This is the main school building for the elementary school, and I'll, I'll have a few more pictures of that. But you can see here the condition of inside the school building. The, the tin roof had fallen down. Uh, there were uh, wall uh, holes in the walls all over the place. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just asking the dumb question. I'm like, so, I mean, you got a big hole in the roof. What, what do you do when it rains? Do you cancel school? Well, I mean, you know, this that's what we would do maybe in America if you're flooding, your school is flooding. They're like, no, we just move the desk over and continue teaching. And she's like, okay, well. Um, and so we kind of brought this project back to the States and uh, uh, we're with uh, uh, just wanting some people to help us and want to credit uh, Cramerton Church and Cramerton North Carolina for helping us. You're going to see they, they sent uh, money uh, to help us put a roof on this school. This is a very important project. Uh, I love uh, what you're going to see. This how this guy is working. He's cutting this beam here with a handsaw. And you'll see just see how he's cutting. He, I mean, all day long, he's doing that part. Uh, and that's just the way they do it. This guy's doing the same thing. And you'll see the whole beam there. So all of that, I could just send them a circular saw. I mean, they, they would be uh, amazed by that. And, and so these guys worked, I mean, and they worked really hard. And uh, there you go in the seats. Uh, their uh, new school roof. Did they have electricity? No. Yes, yeah, so I mean, circular saw unless it's battery powered. And so they, they just wanted to send a video just to show how proud they are, they were, of their new roof. And so they were uh, just blessed. What was beautiful, the, I, I had a meal with the chief. He said, we've had a bunch of government groups come a lot of non-for-profit groups come through, and they never deliver on their promises. I said, sir, if I promise you, I said, I can't promise you anything yet. Well, I promise to you. And so with Cramerton's help, uh, they were there, and he said, and I mean, the chief just came back, and he's not a believer yet. Uh, and he said, thank you. It's beautiful that it's the church that came through for us. And uh, so a few weeks later, windstorm comes through. Major, major windstorm. I asked Fed and I said, Dude, does this happen a lot? He said, in my lifetime, I've seen two. Everything demolished. Everything in the village, everything was taken down, but the new roof. The roof stood, which meant the school stood. And so the village chief sent through Fatimi to me. He said, anything and everything that man had built was destroyed by the storm. But that which God built withstood the storm. He told me that I'm not just, <laughs> you know, because here this man is, who is not a believer, sees that God has built for his village. This village has been um, forgotten. This village has been overlooked. 
God has not forgotten about them. And he's protecting us. And so uh, we just praise the Lord. So that is one aspect of what we're wanting to do with free, as Free Will Baptist. And then the second aspect is this. Uh, we're, we're into October 24th. We'll be doing a pastoral training conference. Okay? Uh, and this was the whole reason really for me going in January. Um, and, and so we got down with uh, the, some... Uh, uh, there and I'm sitting around the table with uh, the guy and now you got to understand over here this this pastor he's referred to as doctor okay in front of me he's the evangelist uh, over here uh, the teacher and, and I'm like and I'm that uh, <laughs> and so I asked the doctor I said so where did you study to get a degree or he said well no it was just kind of bestowed upon me. I was like, oh, I just right in my mouth on that one. Um, and, but that's kind of like their training. Whatever their pastor before them has done, that's what they will repeat. In Togo, because it's, there's not a lot of education, um, the prosperity gospel has very much infiltrated into uh, the Christian church. And so uh, Fadimi asked Dennis and myself, can we do a strong biblical teaching and that will set, focus these guys on what it means um, to, to be a preacher and to be a pastor and so uh, with the help of Kenneth Eagleton and what is beautiful we we're like hey let's really make this um, big why don't we get some of our guys who have been trained through the Bible Institute in Ivory Coast work in partnership with them and so it's not just uh, an IM project, it's not just a San Azera project, but it's two of our mission fields going to a place to and I don't know where it's going to go could we be seeing the beginnings of a new Togolese Free Will Baptist movement I'm praying but I do know 20 pastors when I'm over here with the, uh, the apostle um, uh, he looks at me and said we have been praying for years. We're training like this. And you're just like, and the Lord just said, me. <laughs> I mean, you're just like, um, how, how can we not do something? They were, the next question was, could we do it next week? I said, you don't want me doing all this by myself uh, in a week. And I said, we'll do it in October. Next question. How many can we bring? I'm thinking, hey, if we get 20, that's going to be awesome. And they're saying, can we bring more? We've got 50 waiting. <laughs> no, for our first one, let's do 20, okay? I mean, uh, already that's going to be a big problem. But these guys are starving be trained in. and so what is going to be beautiful and what we're praying for is that with our Ivorian brothers coming in where there is a strong free will Baptist biblical uh, Bible training seminars wouldn't it be beautiful to start seeing some of our Togolese brothers and pastors who can make it for a, a six-week course or a, a nine-week course going there to be trained and then going back there's some it's about two countries over. So I mean, it's a, it's a it's a good airfall, but I mean, it's 
I have to refer to maybe some of my. About an hour and a half to two hour flight. Yeah. From yeah, no, it's it's not. Uh, yeah. 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 So now now you still have to travel like up country to get up. Is it affordable for? It's not for them. But for for American churches to sponsor. That that we probably could do that very easily. Okay, and so I mean, uh, so. We, we are dreaming big, and then God's still saying, your dreams are still too small right now. And so that's encouraging when, like, uh, I mean, just all these things are, are happening. And so, uh, uh, oh, wow, it's 151. Okay. And so, uh, uh, that, uh, so anyway, really do want you to pray because, uh, and, and the, um, the, uh, uh, the theme of our, Seminars, the humble servant, because in Africa, in African countries, the the key, the the uh, pastor is king, and so we're coming in with a message that's really anti-cultural, saying, "Hey, Jesus served. Okay, you're not here to be served. You're the servant." And so, uh, uh, but we we want to go with that message, and so. Uh, but we're going to do some teaching and uh, edification and then, then just uh, plain teaching. Uh, we're bringing in some of the D6 stuff already uh, with uh, uh, family and church and everything. And so now, uh, just kind of give you where, where we're at. Uh, our our budget's about 15000 to get our teachers there uh, and then uh, to, to provide um, everything that's needed. Praise the Lord, we're already at 10,000. And, and I've not talked, this is really the first time I've talked about this project uh, in, since it started. And so we do want you to pray uh, with us. We still do have 5,000 uh, left to, uh, to raise. And so uh, I can tell you guys, God is on, God's got something big happening here. And, uh, uh, and, and so we, I mean, whether it's E-Team Togo in the future to uh, uh, Hannah Projects to help them with the schools, God's got some really neat things that he's doing uh, with this and with this project. And so we really do ask you to pray um, for, uh, for us, for wisdom um, as we prepare and pray for our, but it's just a beautiful, I mean, our, our Borean brothers, I've been in touch with them, they're excited about launching into a new uh, country as well. And so, I mean, just, uh, it's an amazing, amazing um, opportunity for free labs. And, and I'm just saying, Lord, let me mess this up. <laughs> I mean, it's just too important. I mean, it's uh, uh, Sarah Malone, if you were there with her this morning, you just, it's not necessarily a calling as much as it's just obedience. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling called to Togo. I'm just following through the doors, and Christine and I are just kind of following through the doors of obedience. I never thought about going to Togo um, as a uh, missionary or doing kind of a, uh, not even like a go entry and, and, and exit strategy, trying to kind of do that, but God's just opening doors. And, uh, and so how can we say no to something as big as this? And so uh, thank you for your time today. Do you have any questions? 
Oh, that's right. I was thinking it started at. Uh, well, hey, I'm going to I'm going to do real good. I'm going to let you out real early if you want to have <laughs> questions. But um, yes, I have a couple. Of, I have a, a question and a statement. Okay. First of all, um, is there a way? How can we get this whole pastor's king philosophy implemented in our church? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that. Well. Uh, <laughs> That is a very good question. No, I want to <laughs> So is this is this a like if we wanted to give to that? Is it we give through IM? Yes. Is it IM partnership? Yeah, it's an impact project, and so uh, um, and it's already on the site. Uh, you you uh, scan this, and it's already on. And so uh, we think it's really cool to see God has already been using you guys. French language and the this and the that. I mean, it's just cool how God brings all these things together. It's like He has plans. Yeah, you, you, you think you, you would think, uh, but no, it's it's just. Uh, I mean, what is beautiful? Uh, four years ago, when we first got to San Jose, um, I'm sitting in the parking lot, weeding uh, the the parking lot with Fatima, and just for two or three hours talking to him. You learn real quick, my God is too small, and I've got a brother. And I, I, for the pastors in here, I hope and pray you have a family. Because Fatimi prays for me, and Dennis, like, I'm, I don't know that I've ever had a champion in our church like I do for, for us. I mean, he, and he's praying big prayers, and I'm telling you, they are scary prayers. <laughs> uh, and and uh, uh, but what he, one of the things and, and, and he he's, his feelings are reciprocal. Um, uh, he said, "No man, I've always seen God as a warrior, and now I've been with you guys, and I see God as I see the love as." So well, I probably need to see him more as a warrior. Uh, and so, uh, uh, but yes, yeah, so it's just amazing how God is just from that weeding time in the church parking lot to going and, and spending uh, 10 days uh, with uh, Fatimi in, in Togo. It's just been uh, God's, uh, God's and, and in our church in San Jose, we, we just keep saying, this is just the beginning. We've gone from 40 to 135 in like two and a half years, and we just keep saying it's just the beginning. But Lord, we we got to do something big. <laughs> I mean, to get everybody up there. How many Ivorian pastors will be teaching? We have two. We have Pastor Paul, who uh, uh, has been former president of Free Will Baptist in Ivory Coast. Uh, and who is, you talk to anybody who's worked in Ivory Coast, they will tell you he is top notch. I mean, he is, uh, in, a, in a beginning project like this, he is one of the ones that you want. And then Pastor Samuel uh, would be also, and he is kind of in charge, or he's not the president of the Institute in Ivory Coast, but he is kind of the, the spokesperson, if I can say, or uh, you, you, Kenneth, you can. Uh, he's president of the Education Committee that oversees there you go. And so uh, we've got two of the big dogs coming in, and 
been with uh, Dennis. Kenneth will be coming in as well uh, to, to help uh, teach some. And, and so uh, and I'm just their administrator, but uh, then also uh, talking about youth and having um, so the next thing is is from October. What's the immediate plan or something after that? After that, we really do want this to become uh, an annual training. Um, the, part of this, we'll have to work with the partnerships and, and seeing how we can what comes out of this. Um, it may be that the twenty, only three or four, decide, hey, we 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 want to continue that they have that right you know um, it may be that all 20 say hey we we like what you're you're talking we like your doctrine because a lot of these guys even though some may have a larger church a lot of these guys are, are just kind of on the outcast they're not involved in any movement and and so they're searching for something they're searching for community they're searching for uh, a family and so uh, that will be the follow-up to see, okay, who wants to, can, how can we get some of these to Ivory Coast? Um, and uh, so these are uh, some of the next questions, but we would like to see this become um, something of an annual thing and then having other pastors come in, um, perhaps uh, even American pastors, uh, the translators, um, but then also with... Uh, uh, social media or YouTube and everything, we can do a lot of things uh, about that as far as training. Um, I'm not in that process, so, uh, but uh, um, Fatimi, uh, because the, the guy from our church in Santa there, he is like, you walk around Togo very long with him, you have like the president of the country, and Fatimi's like right here, like he knows everybody. Uh, um, uh, and so uh, uh, he, he knows all the, the ones that are in there. And, and so he's kind of selected the ones that he feels like would be a very good fit um, with wanting the training. And, uh, and then there is a council there as well that has been uh, picking and choosing okay, this guy for this time, this would be good. So uh, that's not really anything that we're involved in, um, but we're trusting the leaders there. They will basically be in the same region. Yeah, maybe a, an hour away will be the farthest, but they will be kind of in the same same. I think one or two will be uh, from Lome, which is about two hours south of where we're do the, the conference at. But uh, most will be uh, from that region. Is the conference in the same village where the school is? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, well, let me say that there's there's two schools that we're working with right now. There is one um, in the city where the conference will be. Um, this this school here, and then the other school where uh, we talked about the roof, that was um, uh, about an hour and a half, so not too not too far away, but an hour and a half on African roads are. A little bit different. Uh, Any other questions? These are great questions.
There are some uh, private schools. Um, in fact, this one here um, that we mentioned, this is a private school uh, that um, teacher. Okay. That teacher uh, started, that uh, was his title, so I'm going to respect him with that for right now. But teacher started it, but, uh, and, and so he, he goes out and preaches. And all the funds that come in from his preaching trips and things go to his, this school um, uh, to help provide education. But uh, that, is, that goes primarily to the teachers, getting the teachers there, but that's where Operacion Togo comes in and helps with getting the kids their uniforms and Observation. Uh, this is a good case study of something that is very common in mm -hmm. the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, if you exclude Europe and North America, studies show that uh, over 92, <coughs> I think it's like 92 or 93 percent of pastors do not have any kind of faith. And so there is a huge need for. For biblical training, training in ministry, all over the world, mm -hmm. and this is this is like one example of you know, something that can be multiplied many, many times. Yes, yes. for sure. And, and um, um, I don't I don't have a, a video of. Excuse me, that little. I wouldn't and uh, had. A meal with Fatimi's parents in their late 70s or so. He was a witch doctor, a fetisher. Very important fetisher in the region. In fact, any of the surrounding regions, when a fetisher was coming by, they would go and stay at Fatimi's father's house because he was a sewer step. Fatimi got saved because he was heading in that direction. Sorry. <coughs> He was heading in that direction, got saved, started praying for his dad. And uh, his dad has become a Christian. Uh, and his brother, uh, Kosi, has now started a church. It's called the, the Little Wooden Church. Kind of in relationship with, I mean, even before he, we knew anything about San Nazarene and what we call that, our church there. And, uh, and <coughs> uh, Fatima's father who he says, you're my light son. Now, I said, all right, Dad, uh, come on in here. And, and so uh, um, he said, you know, I've had many important people in my house. He said, for me, what an honor to have a man of God at the table with me. And I'm looking around and who, who, who are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> but I mean, uh, it, you, you just think, I mean, we think about what's happening in America and, and we see some of the problems, and yet you see when you go on trips like this what God is doing around the world. And, and you just like, I'm a small peg in what God's doing. And uh, it's just kind of overwhelming. And so, uh, uh, again, just keep all of this in your prayers as we. 
make these final preparations for that I think is going to be a wonderful conference. Um, the subjects that we're hitting on are very important for pastors that are truly searching for training. And so we're very excited. Very, very excited. This thing. But 